Hello and welcome. You're listening to Speaking of Wounds, brought to you by the Wound Care Learning Network. I'm Dr. Laura Sovoda, and we're talking about nurse practitioners and wound care today. Nurse practitioners are valuable members within the field of wound management. We are licensed, independent clinicians and practice autonomously and in coordination with healthcare professionals and other individuals. Half a century of research has definitively demonstrated that nurse practitioners provide high-quality healthcare services across the lifespan and in diverse settings. NPs have graduate-level education with either a master's or doctoral degree and possess the knowledge and clinical competency to provide healthcare beyond their initial registered nurse preparation. As providers that blend clinical expertise in diagnosing and treating acute and chronic health conditions, we have an added emphasis on disease prevention, health management, and patient education. And overall, NPs bring a comprehensive perspective to healthcare. In just a few short years, the Institute of Medicine has projected a non-primary care physician shortfall of 28,200 to 63,700 providers and a primary care physician shortfall between 12,500 and 31,000 providers by 2025. This equates to a total physician shortage between 61,700 and 94,700. We need providers to care for the 8.2 million people with chronic wounds in the U.S. alone. And that statistic is just Medicare beneficiaries. A critical limiting factor in the ability of nurse practitioners to provide care according to their education is licensure in compliance with State Board of Nursing practice limitations. This includes issues like role delineation and practicing within one scope. Most states are independent practice states, meaning that nurse practitioners are primarily without limitations on their practice. Some states, however, continue to impose sanctions on nurse practitioner practice that range from requiring collaborative relationships with an MD or sometimes possibly a DO to limiting the prescriptive authority of narcotics or even the ability of NPs to order certain imaging. These limitations can significantly impact patient outcomes, an issue that's exemplified in the federal limitations on the ordering of diabetic footwear and the patient problems that this can cause. The role overlap between physicians and nurse practitioners has been shown to be approximately 70%. NPs are able to perform surgical debridements in the wound clinic setting, including those of fascia, bone, and tendon. Other advanced procedures that nurse practitioners perform include the application of cellular or tissue-based products like allografts and xenografts, biopsies, incisions and drainage and other procedures. They perform assessment and diagnosis of medical conditions, order and interpret advanced imaging, develop and implement plans of care, and provide integral preventative care at wound closure to prevent recidivism. In the field of wound care, that 30% gap and role overlap can be seen in a positive light 
when you are considering the operating room-based surgical procedures that nurse practitioners are primarily unable to perform. When the goal of wound management is limb preservation, having an extra step in the performance of surgical intervention can be beneficial. Most states do not grant nurse practitioners OR privileges. This also limits the provision of advanced surgical debridements that require general anesthesia and split thickness skin grafts. An additional limitation related to OR privileges is the reimbursement on skin grafts and cellular tissue products applied in wound clinics or hospital outpatient departments and physician clinics. These grafts are limited in the size of the grafts that can be used while maintaining a positive fiscal balance. The cost of grafts applied in the OR are bundled into the surgical procedure, allowing for larger graft sizes to be used in this setting. There are some states where advanced practice providers can obtain operating room privileges, which is useful for advanced wound procedures like dermatome and art tissue harvesting. Collaborative practice is integral to any profession in the field of wound management. Wound care is by nature multidisciplinary and referrals to general surgery, vascular surgery, plastic surgery, dermatology, podiatry, orthopedics, infectious disease, physical, occupational therapy, and lymphedema therapy are all common regardless of the provider education preparation that is providing that referral. A critical consideration in the practice of nurse practitioners in wound care is the culture of the health system regarding not only advanced practice providers, but specifically the role of the nurse practitioner and wound specialist. The system culture regarding wound care is also of critical importance in the ability of providers to be able to deliver evidence-based care. Organizations that don't support provider-led research, evidence-based practice, and quality improvement projects facilitate burnout. They induce care limitations and turnover of their advanced practice providers. Without executive support and team-based approaches, providers can be extremely limited in the extent of wound management that they can provide. This can also occur in any silo of common referrals that wound care providers rely upon. For example, if vascular surgeons do not respect the field of wound management at your health system, the team-based approach for managing arterial ulcers may be limited. Advanced practice providers like nurse practitioners are able to deliver the same high-quality care as physicians. We utilize the same evidence-based and clinical guidelines. This is the reason the term mid-level is considered antiquated and can be somewhat offensive. Nurse practitioners undergo rigorous educational and practical preparation prior to certification. NPs have been found to improve care quality decrease emergency room use by patients with ambulatory care-sensitive conditions, and decrease administrative costs for physicians and NPs, as well as patients' indirect costs of accessing medical care. While board certification isn't necessary to practice wound care, many nurse practitioners obtain board certification to add an additional layer of rigor, educational preparation, and clinical practice requirements during their career as wound care providers. Thank you for that valuable discussion, and we'd love to talk more, but we are out of time.
Thank you to the listeners for tuning in and be sure to check out woundcarelearningnetwork.com for more podcasts, articles, and videos on various topics in wound care.